So the big question is, how can physical therapists create a successful career earning six figures or more and give patients the care they need without relying on insurance companies for reimbursement? If you want to learn the answers to those questions and more, then you've come to the right place. My name is Dr. Aaron LeBauer, physical therapist, business coach, serial entrepreneur, and author of the Cash PT Blueprint. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, what's up? It's Aaron, and welcome back to the Cash PT Lunch Hour podcast. Um, I'm your host, and I know it's been a little while since we've uploaded a uh, new episode, um, but some big things have been happening this year, and I wanted to give you, update you on them. But really, the main thing I want to tell you about is um, what do you do when an employee gives their two-week notice? Because I had that happen recently, and uh, that's part of why we haven't had a podcast, but it's not the only reason. There have been a lot of other factors, um, but I'm really excited to get the podcast uh, back up and uh, running, and uh, we'll be bringing some special guests. I'll be doing a few more episodes myself to share with you about our journey and uh, some of the amazing things that uh, people in our Platinum Mastermind group have been doing over the last few years. So look, the pandemic um, was tough. And 2020 is not over, even though it's 2021, right? Wouldn't you agree that like, it felt like in January, like 2020 should be behind us, or once you got your vaccine, 2020 uh, was behind us, or maybe now, or maybe once, uh, you know, we had a new president, 2020 was behind us. Like, there's all these things that happened, or, you know, for me, it was January bled into, I got to prep for PT BizCon, which is in March, and then I came up for after PT BizCon, and I was like, oh man, 2020 should be behind me. But here's what happened. The day after PT BizCon, that Monday, one of my employees gave her two-week notice, and I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, let's, uh, I mean, I knew exactly what I needed to do. Like, I hadn't been planning on it. I mean, this is nothing that I really wanted to happen, and she was doing great, you know, like she was doing great work for me, and we left on good terms. Um, she gave her two weeks notice. She put in um, a bunch of work over those few weeks to make sure that all the social media and podcasts and all her responsibilities were scheduled out, Um and we met a few times to make sure that the next person coming on board was going to have like an easy like time uh, picking it up. And that's what happened. And I can tell you this, even one of my other employees was like, God, we thought that, you know, this was going to cause a big problem and, uh, and that you wouldn't be able to handle it. And I was like, well, you know, like I can handle it because I've set up my business in a way to do that. And the funny thing was, PT BizCon was so good and we brought in like over 21 new mastermind members and my main focus was bringing them on board. But there was a lot of other things that happened then, um, including like we dropped off with the podcast, right? Because we were having trouble with uh, a new podcast team, you know, from Jan from December and it was causing us a lot of work and we had our main focus was PT BizCon. And then it was, I'd been putting other things off because uh, PT BizCon was coming up and we were ending the pandemic. And, you know, maybe I wasn't being as good of a leader for my team or uh, communicating to them because I have a very specific communication style. <laughs> and what's in my head doesn't always come out 
uh, of my mouth in the way that I always think it makes sense. Um, but uh, we've mostly um, fixed most of these things. Um, but what I was thinking today as I was, as I was doing my workout, I was like, what do I, what's happened that I can share on the podcast? And it's this, it's what do you do when an employee gives their two weeks notice? Like, do you panic? Do you celebrate? Do you mourn? Do you stop doing everything? Like, ask yourself, what would you do if one of your current employees gave their two week notice? Like, would you be able to pick right back up and have someone hired within a month and uh, no drop in, like, let's say your social media? So it was my social media manager um, that went on and moved on to like a different job at Twitter. I mean, congratulations to her. I mean, that's awesome. You know, I mean, that's great. Like timing wise for me, it wasn't perfect, but there's never a perfect time for an employee to quit. There's never a perfect time to fire someone. There's never a, is there never a perfect time to hire someone? Cause like if you're going to go hire someone, you, you should hire slow and fire fast. But if you've got a machine running and all of a sudden, let's say your physical therapist quits. Now, what do you do with all those patients? Do you step back in there? If the front desk staff quits, do you step in and start answering the phones? I mean, that's not what I, I mean, I've built my business so that I don't have to do that. And you've built your business. so You don't have to do that. But some days you have to, because you're the business owner. And last year during 2020, I had two businesses to keep afloat and I did a lot of those things. And in the last few months, I've been doing a lot of things that I don't necessarily want to do that I haven't done in three years because actually I've lost two employees since uh, PT BizCon. You know, 2020 does that to you. Um, but how are you handling it is what determines that happens next. How do you handle this? How have you prepared for it ahead of time? So the problem is you don't have any systems and your employees hold all the knowledge right? You've got an employee that knows how to do everything, but if they quit or maybe they don't even quit, they just get sick or maybe they get uh, pregnant or their spouse gets pregnant or partner gets pregnant and they go on maternity leave for like four weeks or two months. What happens? Like who can step in there right there and just like that, you know, as a little snap, I think I did. I don't know if you heard that, but just like that, you know, you've got someone to step in and replace them, even if it's another team member. Do you have your systems and business set up for that? You know, the other problem is if they quit, you'll be back at square one doing all the work yourself, right? Maybe you're treating 40 patients a week. How can you go and answer all the phones and then the business starts to crumble around you because the person that left or quit or got fired or was embezzling money, I've heard this one, left all of a sudden, and they held all the knowledge, they held all the systems, and it wasn't, um, you, you as the business owner didn't have access to the information, they didn't have it uh, written down. Or maybe you've got an employee or, or who's combative or just not pulling their weight, but you're afraid of them leaving, and, you're, and you definitely don't wanna fire them because they haven't done anything to fire them on, but you're just afraid of what would happen next, and so you're, you're always on the back foot. And as a business owner, you shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be like that. You know, the other big problem is, is that your business doesn't grow because you're spending so much time and energy focused on 
you know, fires all the time. You're focused on, you know, like, woe is me. What do I do next? I don't have any solutions. Instead of making solutions, building your business so that it runs without you. Do you have a business that that runs and generates revenue even when you're out of town? I can tell you this, with my clinic, like that, that was a reality about four and a half years ago. I, I did that. You know, when I brought on my uh, first physical therapist, um, Derek, I brought him in and uh, within two months, I went on a two and a half week vacation and this business still ran, it still generated revenue. What I realized in the last year was that um, the coaching business wasn't up to that yet. I mean, it, it we generate revenue with courses, but um, it's a lot of the things still rely on me to be there to coach. And it's still a lot of fun. Last week I was at the beach and I checked my email a couple times. I came on and did a coaching call on Tuesday at 12 for our Platinum Mastermind group. I mean, that's awesome. You know, I have someone else uh, who does sales. We do evergreen webinars. Um, people buy off the website. Um, but it's still, it doesn't run without Aaron, right? So that's one of my next goals to figure out, like, how do I get the coaching business to run without me, even though I want to do it, right? You know, so that's the ultimate freedom is that when your business can grow and scale without you being in it every day. I've basically been gone for two weeks. Um, so this week's been a big week. I had an all-day meeting yesterday um, with one of my uh, marketing and sales specialists, Jake Campos, and we, we do this every year. We just didn't do it this winter during Corona, so we did it this summer. Um, we Last week I was at the beach. The week before, my brother's in town. I mostly took half that week off. Um, you know, business is business is rolling. I've got a lot of things, but it's not where I want it to be. And that's one of the things I'm working towards. Do you even have a business or a clinic that generates revenue when you're out of town? So here's the big possibility. Your business runs without you. And maybe it runs better without you because you've empowered people um, to make decisions in their domain. You've empowered them to solve problems. And you've set up systems and processes and um, SOPs or standard operating procedures to run your business because systems run your business and employees or team members run your systems. The other possibility is your employees own their own domain, right? Their domain of, you know, marketing or sales or patient care or treating patients. And they're amazing at it. And they're ama- they have great personalities and they just fit right in with your team and your culture. And at the same time, they're responsible for the system that runs your business. So the employees run the system. So even with our clinic, um, our physical therapists know that uh, our system for our patient care encounter is to listen, touch, and empower. Listen to the patient, ask the right questions, touch them somewhere in their body so there's some physical contact because that's one of the reasons they're coming to us, but it also lets them know we know where their problem is and empower them to treat themselves or to do the correct exercise or to know what to do next. Give the, give the patients the power to, you know, heal themselves or fix themselves. We don't fix them. We are the guide that helps them. That's the possibility. Another possibility is um, an employee uh, gives their two-week notice, and you go, okay, great. Let me turn on the hiring funnel. And you go turn on the hiring funnel, and you've got a new amazing employee um, 
interviewed, maybe hired. That two weeks is a little short, but at least interviewed or you have some prospects um, before the two weeks is up so that you can hire them and get them on board with a very short lag in time. Maybe some other people on your team step up or you do to fill in the gaps in between until you bring this other person on board. Yes, sometimes it's a possibility to have that person hired and on board within that two weeks, depending on the position in the industry. Um, I would say two weeks is a little bit too short of a time to, you know, start from zero to make a brand new hire and feel like I know I've got the right person. I want to interview a couple people. I want to, um, you know, see, uh, them do some tasks that show me that they're serious, like send me a video, um, explain to me about, you know, the time that, uh, they've encountered like a, an unhappy, you know, customer. Um, I want them to do it like a, like a, a in-person interview or maybe a, a Zoom video before an in-person uh, interview, even if they have to travel from out of town, um, before I make that decision. Remember, hire slow, fire fast. But if I have the correct system set up, my business isn't going to take a big hit in the middle. So the reality is, right now, I mean, this is, I've been recording this in July 2021. It's been hard to hire employees. We've been looking for a massage therapist in our clinic for three months. It was so much, I had so much anxiety over when should we start hiring? Because in 2020, we lost our massage therapist because we couldn't do massage because of COVID. We just didn't have any work for her. And she went on and um, started her own uh, practice working for herself, you know, you know, and all the good luck to her. But now we don't have a massage therapist and we're looking for someone uh, with someone new. And, you know, I had all this anxiety about, oh, are we ready? Is, you know, like our space is small. You know, do we have the patient like, you know, spacing? Can we handle it administratively wise, cleaning wise, all that stuff? Because we'd been rotating rooms for PT um, we had to figure out, we used to just see everyone on the hour and we'd have like three people come in the front door at the same time. And, and I was like, Oh, how are we going to make that work for COVID? And is it safe? Would I want to go get a massage myself? That's the question I kept asking myself. Would I want to go get a massage myself? And not everyone was vaccinated. And at this time, right around April or end of March, early April, I was like, okay, general public's getting uh, vaccinated, at least here in North Carolina, massage therapists, you know, are now able to start getting vaccinated. And do I want to hire someone who's not vaccinated or can't be vaccinated yet? Do I want, would I want to go lay on a table face down with a mask on for 30 minutes, getting a relaxing massage or even just some body work? Like, no, I didn't want to lay on a table face down for more than 10 minutes. I have allergies. You could probably hear it sometimes. Uh, you know, it's, I'm like, uh, you know, you lay face down in your face in a face cradle, like it smushes the mask against your face. I'm like, oh, this is just not comfortable unless I'm like in, you know, like in pain or agony, I'll go see my physical therapist and, and get Dr. Herzog to work on me. Um, but to relax and get a massage, no, I wasn't ready for that. And I didn't, you know, as responsible as a business owner, as a business owner, I feel responsible for the employees and making that decision. And so we finally made that decision put up an ad on Indeed, put up an ad on LinkedIn. And within the first week, and I, 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 I was like, well, I'm just going to pay money to boost this thing and then paid money to boost it. And I got like 12 total people to start their application. I got three 
people to finish uh, step one, which is our like application and step, no, 12, 12 people to apply on Indeed, four or five to complete the application and three send in their video. Two of the three who sent in their video were not licensed in North Carolina. One of them wasn't actually living in North Carolina yet. We interviewed one of them in person and he was great, great personality. He seemed like it could be a good fit, but in school, not graduating for three more months and not licensed. And I was like, well, it's great. Like, you know, like well, when you get licensed, give us a call. And I left that ad running for a few more weeks and getting no traction. And I finally turned it off uh, the week before my brother came into town and then we went to the beach and I probably spent like $2,500 on Indeed. That sucks, right? Well, you know, if that person can bring in a profit of, you know, $10,000 a year, which is way, way low. Like I spent 2000, maybe I make eight. It's still worth it. If I find this per when I find this person, they'll bring in bigger profit than 10 K. Um, but I just use that number for example. Um, but I haven't found them yet. I said, look, I'm just going to wait. Cause one of the things I realized is it's been hard to, everyone around the country is having a hard time hiring right now. Why is that? Well, it's not because I'm paying minimum wage because I'm not necessarily advertising the wage, but I'm advertising and, and hiring for jobs that, you know, are above, well above minimum wage and pay a living wage. Like we pay a living wage. So it's not the living wage problem. You know, I, I looked in some of the massage therapist groups on Facebook and a lot of them are like, I went ahead and, and went into a different industry because if you were an employee last year as a massage therapist and you could no longer work at, you know, at the spa or the massage uh, place like Massage Envy, or you couldn't work at LaVauer Physical Therapy, we either went and started your own business, and after waiting a few months, you probably decided, well, um, I'm just going to go get a job. I need money. I'm going to get a job in another industry. So I feel like a lot of massage therapists who were employees and maybe getting a little burnt out because they weren't getting paid enough and they were getting overworked at the massage mills like Massage Envy and Hand and Stone, and I don't know if they have those in your area. Um, they probably just went and got another, got another job in another industry, and there's just not that many people here. Um, I had two of the twelve people who applied through Indeed, like who applied in they, in air quotes. They clicked the button. Uh, they weren't even massage therapists, a trained massage therapists. One was something else, and like one was a uh, like a uh, I don't know, like a like a psychotherapist probably. <laughs> so a shitty product. Right, and we started with them with uh, five or six uh, podcasts. Did okay, um, but it just took a lot of time, and I decided to bring it in house. And that's what we're doing now. But we had a gap because I was focused on PT BizCon, and I didn't record more episodes because the ones we had weren't going out. And you know, and then after PT BizCon, I just focused on and all my clients. But when my uh, employee gave her two weeks' notice, I had a system already in place hire someone and I just popped it up on uh, on like Indeed and LinkedIn. But actually I had another plan. My other plan wasn't to um, bring that person and have them work in person. It was to hire a VA to do it because my, my employee was in person for a while and then she'd been living in uh, Raleigh and not coming in during the pandemic and it's not an on-site position. So I hired a VA and the VA is not only doing the social media, the VA is doing the podcast, which is amazing, right? But I, but one of the reasons we were able to transition so quickly is because we had built a 
alien abduction manual, which is really a uh, an SOP, a standard operating procedure for all the tasks. We had all of that lined out. It wasn't perfect. It was built for the person doing it, not for the next person doing it. So we're updating those things. Like that's the next thing I'm going to do uh, this morning is after recording this podcast is go um, refine our SOPs for my customer service specialist, um, who an event planner who I've yet to uh, hire. And uh, we're going to go do that. But we had all that up. So all I had to do is say to the VA, check out this, um, this spreadsheet and give her access to Slack and Google Drive uh, folder, um, share some passwords on LastPass and get her access to some of our things. And she could go in there and figure it out and get things started and recycle some old content that we already had. We had it saved. It didn't disappear. We had it in a folder and listed out on purpose so that we could recycle it again. And you probably didn't even notice, right? You probably didn't because I had all this set up. I knew that I needed to have that set up. I wasn't ready for the day, but I knew on that day, I was like, well, I know what I'm going to do next. I can either go and just plop up the ads up on Indeed that I already used before and use that same system, or I can try a slightly different avenue, which is what I did, was I went to um, one of my coaching clients, uh, Jess Jenny, who's amazing, and she's helped me find an amazing VA, and she's helped handfuls of our clients find uh, VAs and physical therapists work in their business. So shout out to Jess. So thank you very much, Jess. Oh, and shout out to Laura, who's the amazing VA I'm talking about in producing this podcast because she's going to listen to this probably. So shout out to you guys because you guys are crushing it. And the whole point is, is as a business owner, my trajectory is the one I'm going on. But the people around me, whether it's my coaching clients or my team members, uh, they're on different trajectories and sometimes our paths cross. So ideally, you'll have systems and processes ready to go so that when you onboard a brand new employee for your first time or you replace someone, you can get your, your employee or VA hired and with, uh, within a few weeks, maybe a few months. And, you, and then once they're hired, they're on board um, and working for you and producing and saving you time and generating revenue and creating content and doing the things that treating patients, doing things they're supposed to be doing within a few weeks, within a month, maybe. They're able to start contributing right away because all they have to do is really basically sign documents, sign agreements, get access to passwords, get set up with some of these details. And if you don't have a list for what they need every time you do that, you should. So they know where to go to find the information to start doing their job. And if you have people that only work when they're told what to do and they're not able to um, self-motivate and be a self-starter and create work and solve problems, then you got the wrong person. And I want you to um, also know that it may take three to four months. It could take six months to find the right person. It's better to wait and hire slow than and, and fire fast, like I said. Like if someone's ready to go, like there's no reason to hang on to them because they can sabotage your business. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> it can just, it can, it just happens. And not by any, like it, it doesn't always happen by uh, malintent. It just happens. It's the energy they bring. So one of the things people say, or like, well, what do my employees think if, if they build a, a manual to train the next person? Will they think I'm going to, I'm planning to fire them? 
No, you're not planning to fire them. But you need to have it like, what if they get sick? That's why we call it an alien abduction manual. What if they get sick or get hit by a bus or the aliens come and grab them? Or maybe they just go on maternity leave. Someone else needs to be able to step into their position. And they, how can they be promoted if they can't be replaced? So they can't be promoted if they can't bring in someone below them and and easily uh, do some of the tasks that they don't want to do. And that's one of the things that we had done um, last year. Um, I brought in a new employee, you know, like a like an executive assistant, and I took some of the things that my um, my existing employee was doing that she didn't like. It was more customer service oriented, and I moved them over so she could concentrate more on content creation and production and uh, and those kinds of things, you know, because um, you got to get people on the right seat on the bus. So here's my big lesson. I thought I could, I thought like when I started hiring people, I would just hire someone, put them in the seat that they wanted and keep moving forward. And I just hire, as the business grow, I just hire new people. I never really expected to need to fire anybody. I've had to do that twice. It sucks. It's never something I've wanted to do. Once I did it on the phone um, a few years ago and once I've done it, you know, in person. It's much harder in person, but you have to do it if it's the right move. And remember, it's your business. You have to protect your business. And what you have to understand is um, you're the driver on the bus, or actually you're the pilot of the rocket ship. And when the rocket ship starts to take off, not everyone can hold on, not everyone's buckled their seat. It's your job to fill the seats with the right people. Just imagine getting on the space shuttle and the co-pilot doesn't even know how to fly an airplane. They're not qualified. Maybe the maybe the navigators flown more time, but they don't know how to like calculate. You do calculus, like come on, get the people in the right seat. You think NASA, you know, doesn't put the right people in the right seat? They put the right people in the right seat, and that's what we have to do. And sometimes it's hard to understand um, who should be where, but don't be unwilling to move people to different seats on the bus. So when you're thinking about that, you need to ask yourself three things. And you ask yourself or ask your employees these three questions when hiring them or reviewing like their, their progress. Do they understand the roles and responsibilities of the position? Do they understand it? Do they want the job? Do they want the job? Do they really want that job? Do they, do they, do they understand it? Do they want it? And the third thing is, do they have the capacity to do it? Do they have the skills, the personality, and the, and the drive to actually do the job. Because some people may understand it clearly. Some people may want it, but they just don't have the capacity or skill set to do it. Other people may have the capacity to do it, and they understand it really well, but they don't want it. And that's definitely me for a lot of the things. Like, I don't want to clean the toilets. <laughs> I mean, and I also don't want to do all the social media posting because I don't want to spend that much time on social media. Do I, ha do I understand it? Yeah. Do I have the capacity to do it? Yep. Do I want it? Nope. <laughs> so I'm going to hire someone for that. Okay. When you hire someone for it, make sure they understand it. They have the capacity to do it and they want it. And some of the problems that uh, we've had, like with someone leaving, like they did, they had the capacity, they understood it. They didn't want it anymore. They wanted something different. Okay, cool. You know, people have uh, had to fire. Did they understand it? I think so. Did they uh, have the capacity to do it? Sure. Did they want it? Not bad enough. 
not bad enough, you know, and it was, and it showed in performance. So here's my lesson. Like I said, my lesson is I'll always be hiring. Not everyone on my team now is going to make it on my whole journey. Life has different plans for each of us. You know, our paths are going to cross on our journeys and for a while they'll sit on my rocket ship, but then it'll be time for them to get off and either they'll choose to get off or we'll choose a different seat on the rocket ship or, you know, I'll choose to let them off at the next stop because they're not going all the way with me. Most people aren't, you know, the, the person who I can guarantee is, is my wife, Andra. She's going all the way, my kids, like they're going all the way with me. I've got some amazing employees but who knows what life's going to bring around the next corner. So I have to be prepared to put new people on my team. Even if I want to grow my team and put new people on it, I am going to have to be prepared to um, replace people and substitute people. Just like in a basketball or football game, we swap in uh, players. Basketball, you, you have the same people for offense and defense, but you swap in people. Have you ever seen the end of those games where they swap in the better um, free throw shooters, you know, on, uh, when you're on offense, but the defensive guys, better defensive guys on defense, same kind of things. We're going to have to do that, but I may not swap people in and out. I'm going to swap people and, you know, move people around the seats or they're going to get off and someone new is going to get on and that's okay. That's part of this game. So what's your biggest lesson? I want you to write this down. Maybe you share this on, as an Instagram story. Maybe screenshot this uh, episode or if you're watching on YouTube, screenshot it and share what's your biggest lesson so far, what's your biggest insight and make sure you tag me, you know, at Aaron LeBauer. I'd love to know like what's been most helpful for you about this. So here's a couple action steps for you. Set up your systems and processes. Like if you don't have anything, right now is the best day to get started doing it. Actually, the best day was yesterday. Right now is the next best day. So what do you do? You create checklists and SOPs, standard operating procedures for everything that you do in your business. How do you greet a patient? How do you answer the phone? How do you answer, do you take my insurance question? Um, what do you do when someone wants to be a patient? How do you uh, clean, the, clean the rooms? How do you change the rooms? What do you do at the end of the week on Fridays? Um, what are the things you need to do to document what is the process and schedule for social media posting? They need to be in checklists. They need, there needs to be videos and maybe even screenshots of the systems and processes. You could uh, put it into a Google sheet or um, in, in a Google folder. You can use something more advanced like Process Street, which is a software that we're using now um, to run checklists and run processes so that people can step in and learn it because the process runs by itself or it's something you do three times a year like our platinum mastermind retreats and i can't keep all that stuff in memory all the time i want someone else doing it so that's something we'll run through and once we get it done the first time we've done the event multiple times but once i get it on the process street the first time which is happening like as we speak the next time for for our event coming up in september for our event in february we'll just click run in process street and it'll notify my team members of their different roles and things we have to do. Like schedule the, schedule the event, uh, reserve the room, uh, get a projector, uh, hire a photographer, um, notify our members, uh, which group they're in, notif you know, let them know that, you know, let them know what hotel we're staying at, you know, all those things. And those can run automatically. Could you think McDonald's grew to where it grew without systems and processes? So you need to have those available. And if you're just getting started and your plan is to scale 
and you're not seeing but you know five to 15 people a week and you're doing all the marketing you can do and it's July and it's just not a busy month, spend time creating systems. Because whether you're planning to hire soon or you already have employees, you need solid systems and SOPs and team members so that when someone gives you their two week notice, you don't panic. Um, and also so that your business grows and scales without you. So you can go on vacation with your family for a few weeks to the beach or to Wisconsin or I don't know, Madagascar, wherever you want to go. And your business doesn't die. It doesn't crumble. It actually generates revenue. Maybe it grows faster without you. So if you own a business and you're passionate about patient care and you would like some help building out a robust business and systems that can scale without you working longer hours or working even harder um, so you can create more money and freedom and time for yourself and your loved ones and your family for the um, causes and charities that you value most and you're like I said you're passionate about physical therapy and patient care and patients getting the care that they need uh, because you have a big vision and dream and like I said, you already have a business with a proven offer, seeing patients or selling uh, products, information products online. You could be a great fit for our Platinum Mastermind program. Um, I'd love to invite you uh, for a uh, free breakthrough strategy call uh, with myself or my team. All you got to do is DM me or send me a message, whether it's over on Instagram or email, um, and just send me the words all in, just all in or Aaron, I'm all in. And what we'll do is we'll send you more details about the program and how you can apply to join us during the next uh, live two-day retreat. This is coming up soon. I think that's about it. I just want you to know, like my final parting thoughts on this are, being an entrepreneur is hard. It's never gonna be easy. It's always just gonna present new challenges. Okay, the day you quit is the day you know you are no longer in this game so just don't quit on yourself new things are going to come up your um your unique ability is that you can solve problems and think outside the box and sometimes you just need a little help seeing um from a different perspective and that's what coaches do for me so i'm in a mastermind group i'm in a black belt mastermind group i also have a private coach who i've re-upped with for a fourth year um, I spent, <clears throat> that's a $50,000 a year program. The other one's a $34,000 a year program. Um, I'm serious about growing my business so that I can help millions of people and I can create a, a life of freedom and fulfillment for myself and my family, right? If you're all in for that, just know it's, the, the problems won't end. You're just going to have bigger and better problems. Like, oh, my my brother's iPhone 12 takes better pictures than my iPhone 10X. You know, when should I go ahead and upgrade? You know, or I've got a, a problem with a computer part. Like, maybe I should just go, should I, should I spend two hours on the phone with Apple support or should I just go buy a new computer? Like, that's a thought that's entered my head lately. You know, those are bigger, better problems. We're just going to get you there. You know, but you're always going to encounter problems. You're always going to encounter things like employees quitting or leaving or needing to fire someone. It's part of the game. So get used to it and get some support, people to understand it, because that's one of the th most valuable things that's helped me is that my, my coaching programs and my coaches have helped me through this process. 
Like I didn't panic, but I was like, okay, like this is, I'm spending way too much mental energy on this. Now I'm trying to figure it out on my own. Let me send a message to my coach, Pedros. Let me get on a call, you know, on one of the black belt calls and figure this and get some perspective um, and figured it out. And I was able to make a decision so I could go on vacation and just move forward rather than sitting on it for months, another few months. So I just want you to understand that this is part of the process. Learn to enjoy it. It's a challenge and it's something that's going to help you grow as a person, as a leader, and as a um, as someone that's going to help a ton of people, right? And as a business owner, it's going to help you grow. So get used to it. And like I said, let me know if you want a little help, you want to work with us uh, to grow and scale your business, your time, your income, your impact. Just send me the words, uh, DM me the words all in and uh, we'll send you some details. Um, and if you're a good fit and you qualify, like, like there's nothing more that I love to do than to help other people succeed where they thought it, was, um, it wasn't even possible. You know, and just spend time with people who are passionate about this stuff. Like, that's what I love doing. I love doing these podcasts. I don't even want to end this show because um, I get messages all the time from you guys So, um, about how helpful it's been. So I appreciate your messages and your reviews and uh, listen to the show. So get ready for a few um, amazing interviews coming up, a few more episodes uh, coming out similar to this one, and we'll see you guys on the next show. Thanks so much. Hey, what's up, it's Aaron. Real quick, if you're just starting a cash-based physical therapy practice or you already have one and you wanna learn how to grow it and scale it, this is for you. I just released my brand new book, The Cash PT Blueprint, because I wanna get this book in the hands of every physical therapist out there. I wanna give it away to you for free. All I ask is that you pay a little bit of shipping and handling and you'll not only get the steps to create your own cash practice, but the tools to grow it and scale it beyond what everyone else thinks is possible. To snag your copy right now, go to cashptblueprintbook.com. That's C-A-S-H-P-T-B-L-U-E-P-R-I-N-T-B-O-O-K.com. And when you get your copy, give me a shout out somewhere on social media, and we'll talk to you soon.